Hello, fellow nerds, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Health Nerd Podcast, where every week we bring you fascinating conversations with the movers, shakers, and innovators in food, health, agriculture, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Teresa Sam Houghton, Chief Nerd at Green Gut Wellness. This week, I'm happy to welcome Jeff Rosenblum to the podcast. Jeff is an ACE-certified personal trainer, and he also has a certificate in plant-based nutrition from the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies. He's the president of Posture Plus Fitness in Atlanta, Georgia, and the author of Eat Abundantly, Live Vibrantly, The No-Frills Guide to Plant-Based Nutrition. He's also the host of the Vegan Stories podcast. We had a great discussion about whole food plant-based eating and a lot of great stories about what it's done for him and for his clients. I hope you enjoy it. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jeff, and thanks for coming on. Thanks, Sam. It's great to be here. So could you introduce yourself and just tell everybody a little bit about what you do? Sure. I'm a personal trainer based in Atlanta, Georgia. I also do plant-based nutrition consulting and I do group presentations for fitness as well as plant-based nutrition. So what got you interested in plant-based nutrition and then combining that with fitness? Sure. Yeah, I was a personal trainer for several years, probably about 10 full-time. And after about a year and a half of training, I was reading a book and I had always been interested in nutrition. It was a big part of what did I do, what I did from a training standpoint, from uh, the group presentation standpoint that I used to make. And it was just a passion of mine since I was young. And I always thought I was eating healthy by eating the standard American diet, which is the way I grew up in, in Queens, New York. And uh, when I moved down south and got into fitness, uh, you know, I just really took it up to the next level, found out some of my uh, lab work numbers weren't that great, high cholesterol, high triglycerides, high blood sugar. So I happened to be reading a book about eight and a half years ago called Do You, which is uh, by Richard Simmons. And it had nothing to do with veganism. However, he is uh, vegan and he explained the benefits of veganism and why he was vegan. And he was talking about the dangers of animal products. And that was really the first time that anything like that was really clarified for me. And it just hit home. And I had stopped eating most dairy a few years before because of just allergies when I moved out to Atlanta. It's kind of like the allergy capital here. So a doctor once said, if you stop having dairy, you'll probably get rid of a lot of that. And I did. And I said, you know, if I did that, which would have been the hardest thing, I was having milk every day and cheese every day before that, I could probably cut out these other things. And if it really can give me even close to the health benefits that he talks about, there is potential for it. I, that would be amazing. And so I did that. And it was the best thing I ever did. Very, very quickly, I started loving plant-based nutrition. And uh, for the first year or so, just avoided eating animal products and really enjoyed what I was eating, the fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes. But I was also eating a lot of processed foods. And after about a year or so, I really started getting deep into it and reading a lot and getting certified uh, by eCornell as a plant-based nutrition consultant. And, and that's where I really went more whole food plant-based. So it was a bit of a journey, but it's the best decision I've ever made. So tell us a little bit more about the eCornell course. I took that. It's the plant-based nutrition certificate course, correct? Exactly. I took that several years ago as well, and I thought that it was a really good course. Could you tell us a little bit about your experience with it? Yeah, sure. I took that back in 2014, and I had been reading a lot up until then uh, as far as like the China study, which of course is T. Colin Campbell's groundbreaking book that I think came out in 2005. And and a lot of the course was based on that book. So I wouldn't say there was anything 
earth shattering at that point to me. However, it really went into such amazing detail. They had so many terrific instructors that I really enjoyed listening to. And it just clarified a lot of points, gave me a lot of ways that I felt that I could communicate better these different things that they talked about, uh, including the no oil and any supplements that might be necessary and and just more detail about uh, the studies that had been done showing the dangers of animal products. So that really uh, kind of took my knowledge and my excitement about it to the next level. And I think I remember writing, uh, you know, a review or, or you know, self-assessment after the course. And I said, I just want to shout from the rooftops everything that I learned here because everybody should know this and needs to know this and what a different world it would be if everyone followed a whole food plant-based diet. I felt like that in the past too. I I look at a lot of what's going on with health and I don't know about you, but I find it encouraging that people are starting to explore a little bit more into the healthy realm. How how do you feel about that trend right now? I think it's amazing. And you know, I always wonder if I didn't read that book eight and a half years ago, where I would be with that right now. I don't even know if I really truly understood even what vegan meant. I knew what vegetarian meant, but I remember looking those things up back then and uh, even gluten-free, that was nothing that meant anything to me at that time. But, you know, yes, so many more people are aware. And it's funny because, you know, we used to go out to eat and nobody had any preferences. Everyone just ate whatever they wanted. And, and now people do ask and, and do want to know more or, or do what's best for them. But I do think, though, as much as we've made some progress and we're going to continue to, it's going to snowball. There's no question about it. Uh, I think there's still a long way to go. And I think right now with the situation we're in with COVID-19, it's a huge, huge opportunity that is not being missed by the plant-based folks because they're talking about it. But, you know, overall, it's not being talked about as much as something that I really think would help this whole situation in such a huge way. What's your take on everything that is going on in the plant-based realm right now? Because we have a lot with startups coming out with new products. We have a lot with people who are starting to uh, leverage these novel proteins. And we have a lot with technology going on too. So how, what's your take on all that? I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing for, for transition foods. I did transition, like I mentioned before, on processed foods as well as whole foods. And uh, there were no Beyond Burgers or Impossible Burgers back then, but there was day of cheese and there was uh, the Gardein and, and, and all those things. And I loved it, the Amy's uh, frozen foods. And now with the uh, advent of uh, these imitation meats that even taste much more like uh, hamburgers, whether again, it's the Beyond Burger or the Impossible Burger. And I've recommended them to clients to get them to open up to more plant-based eating and for them to see that it doesn't have to taste that much different if you don't want it to. Uh, I think it's great with the 3D printed meats that are going to be coming in the, the the cell-based meats. However, I really do think ultimately after getting past that transition, like I did and like it seems most people have when they start eating vegan or start eating plant-based is that it really is more simple than that. It's really just fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts and seeds, as you know, and that's really where that tremendous health benefits come. You know, I just think that, that that's really what has to be promoted more and ultimately where we get to because that's that's really what's going to change the world the most and i think even with these transition foods they're again a great thing i think and they're great obviously because they're helping the animal welfare and the, and the environment as well compared to uh the, the animal-based products you know again i think from a health standpoint there, there's a whole food plant-based way to go that is really the ultimate goal 
hopefully for everybody. And I really do think someday we're going to get there. It may take a while and these transition foods will help, but I really do think it's a little more simple than most people make it out to be. I have to agree with you there. I think sometimes we over, I think we overcomplicate it for ourselves sometimes too. But so in, in light of, of all that, what do you think needs to be the next big focus area in food and health and just this whole future of the food system? I think the biggest thing is subsidies and where the subsidies go. And that would change everything overnight, although that's not going to happen overnight. But as you know, uh, the government right now subsidized, has for a long time subsidized the meat industry, the dairy industry, and, and they bail them out when their sales are low, which right now... Uh, cow-based milks are, are very low compared to where they used to be. And it's the plant-based milks that are more prevalent when you go to the supermarket and more and more people are being introduced to those every day. But if fruits and vegetables were the things that were subsidized as opposed to meat and dairy, then we wouldn't have the dollar menu burgers. We would have the low-cost fruits and vegetables that, and organic fruits and vegetables that everybody can afford and love and thrive on and that would help uh, the animals and the planet in so many ways, especially everybody's health, and would be the hamburgers and the, the cow-based milk and cheeses that would be super expensive. And right there, that would change everything. And the education system too, I think right there would change what the schools provide for lunches instead of the cheese sticks and the pizza and the hot dogs. All of a sudden you get some better looking and, and, and again, more organic uh, fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes. And these are the things that, uh, again, I, I think would make a difference and change the world in, in such profound ways it would be incredible. Do you think society is ready for a big shift like that? Not overnight. Certainly not overnight. Of course, that's not going to happen. I don't think anybody is ready for that. You know, the industry is the government. However, I do think that there absolutely could be a plan moving forward by somebody in, in, in a leadership type role uh, or... Uh, an entity that would be a government-based you know, entity as opposed to the USDA. I think there has to be a separate entity that gets the experts out there like T. Colin Campbell and Paul Wesselstyn and all these people that are just pioneers in the industry to set a course to transition the farmers to uh, stop doing what they're doing to the animals in factory farms and, and, and start to develop more plant-based agriculture. And these would be the things that, again, you know, slowly but surely could lead to a vegan world, which is my dream, which is everyone's dream. And, and again, that would just change things so profoundly. So I do think it's going to be a process. I do think it's going to happen. Uh, I used to say 200, 500 years from now, you know, where no, you know, people are going to look back saying, wow, I can't believe that humans actually ate, you know, the things that they ate at that time. I think it'll be quicker than that. I really do because it is snowballing. It'll take some time. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to happen in my lifetime, but I do think that there is hope for a brighter future, a vegan world, uh, somewhere down the line. And it has to be done again as a gradual process. So how does your work contribute to that trajectory and to helping people get healthier? Because I know that you do the consulting with the plant-based nutrition in addition to doing the fitness and supporting the transition with education is so important. Yes. And, and that's exactly what it is. And, and same as you and what you do and, and so many people out there, it, it, first of all, just changing ourselves. That's the, the greatest way to change the food climate just by eating a, a vegan and whole food plant-based diet and keeping uh, each, you know, ourselves healthy to be a great example 
as well as to, again, just, you know, save whatever animals we can by not eating those animals, by, by being kinder and, and having a, a, a lighter carbon footprint out there in terms of the environment. But also, you know, anybody we, that we can influence, and that is what I try to do. I, I don't push it on anybody. I have clients that really don't necessarily uh, want to talk about it, and I don't, and, and they know what I do, and, and every once in a while, maybe they'll ask, but I have also been very, very fortunate to have more than a handful of clients that have been very interested, eagerly asking me questions, you know, throughout our workouts about nutrition, plant-based nutrition, and I love that, and several of them have gone vegan, several of them have made incredible health improvements, which I live for. I mean, that is the greatest thing when clients come back with their lab work and we're doing high fives because their high numbers all of a sudden got normalized like mine did after going vegan. And, uh, you know, so, so that, that's what I try to do. And, and, and my group presentations as well. And I wrote an ebook and all these things, just trying to, you know, create awareness on a larger scale. Uh, and, and that I think is the best that any individual can do. Uh, and again, in, in some cases, if people don't want to, you know, shout from the rooftops like I do and like, you know, like you do, just, just changing yourself and, and, and your family. I mean, that could be a huge step. And again, several of my clients have gone in that direction. Others have taken up my passion and have gotten certified by eCornell and, and even going beyond taking food instructor courses from uh, PCRM, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And, you know, so these things, just seeing others do it, it it's a kind of pay it forward type of thing. You know, you educate some and and then they start getting passionate about it and they educating others. So again, it's a snowball effect. And, and that's really what I try to do every day, even at the supermarket, I'm online and they see all the fruits and vegetables, everything I get every two days when I'm at the supermarket, keeping up with all the fresh things. And, and they're, they asked me, they said, you, are you vegetarian? Are you vegan? And, and, and I say, yes. Oh, you know, I thought about going vegan and I'll suggest that they watch what the health or a book maybe. And, you know, depending on the person, it depends on what I recommend. Uh, but yeah, that, that's really the way I try to share it. So when you talk to people who maybe aren't as familiar with veganism and are just kind of testing the waters, what would you say are your maybe top three recommendations for starting to transition to a plant-based diet? Because with more people who are starting to see these things like the Beyond and the Impossible Burgers, like you said earlier, this really can be pretty simple, but I don't think a lot of people understand that. So if somebody came to you and said, okay, I tried what the, the Beyond Burger and maybe I could do this plant-based thing. What recommendations would you give them? The first thing is to have awareness about how relatively easy it is and how beneficial it is. And, and, and also let them know I was in their shoes. You know, the first thing I always say when I do group presentations or when I talk to somebody is I wasn't born vegan. I wasn't born this way. I used to love all that type of food and, and I didn't change because I didn't love it. I changed because I wanted to improve my health and it, Never would have thought that I'd like the food better that I eat now than I ever did before, but that, that was a, a great side benefit, but I let them know that too. And so I know how they feel. I know how hard it is. I would have thought, if you told me 15, 20 years ago that I'd be vegan ever in my lifetime, I would have said, even vegetarian, I would have said, there's no, there's no way. So I do understand that's number one. Number two is I recommend, you know, what the hell that to me is just such a great video because it hits home with everybody from a different standpoint, because we all have genetics for and I hear that every day, you know, well, you know, it's my genetics, you know, my high cholesterol, my high blood pressure and, and high triglycerides or heart disease. And I say, yeah, I've got a lot of those genetics too. And, and, and most of us do. And if I eat the same things, you know, that my parents and grandparents ate, I probably 
have those same type of things and I was headed there. So it's awareness. And when What the Health came out, I bought DVDs for every one of my clients, even the ones that don't talk about it as much with me. And I gave it to them. And of course, later, very soon after that, it got onto, onto Netflix and um, other venues. So you know, I, I was watching it that first time and the second time and even the third and said, wow, this person's got to see it for this reason. This person's got to see it for this reason. So that I often recommend. And again, it really depends on the person. If someone's more of a scientific type mind, I'll recommend China study. If uh, somebody is scared of potatoes, which I think is the most ridiculous thing you know, in the world, but believe me, I have clients, uh, people out there in my life that I know that, oh, potatoes will make that. It, you know, I'll recommend Stark Solution. So it really just depends on the person. And if there's a cancer history, forks over knives uh, video and more documentary. And, and of course, lately it's been incredible for me because I train clients in their homes and, and, and in parks and, and in the fitness center as well. And in the fitness center, I tra train with other trainers. So I've recommended Game Changers to so many of them. Just one woman recently who is training for a bodybuilding competition just last week. And I told her I was vegan and um, she said, oh, you know, I'd love to go vegan, but I don't think I'll be able to gain enough muscle for the competition. I said, do you have Netflix? You got to watch this documentary, Game Changers. And uh, I haven't seen her yet, but she said, oh, I'm going to definitely watch it. I kind of got her excited about it. She wanted to go that way, but her, her coach didn't want her to start eating that way because he was concerned. And again, it's just a lack of awareness, lack of education. So uh, those are the things I really recommend is, is to watch, read, and, and again, know that I know where they're coming from. I'm not preaching or, or I, mean, I never try to preach, I never try to push anything, but I'm not coming from the standpoint of, uh, I don't know how you feel, or I never you know, ate what you're eating, so I don't know what I'm missing. I know, and I would have thought I'd be missing, but I am not missing, and I'm eating so many more foods that I never thought I would enjoy so much, and some that I never heard of before I became vegan. So it's been an amazing experience for me. It's interesting that we kind of have a similar trajectory as far as the transition goes because i did the same thing i started with the transition foods and i saw forks over knives and i got rid of the the processed foods and it's the same thing i talk to people a lot of people see me one of the things i carry around with me a lot is i have my lunch i have this big salad and people are like gee that looks so good but that's about the only thing most people ever see me eat because i'm around people at lunchtime and so they see that and i tell people you know i like burgers and pizza and cake and cookies and all. I just don't eat that all the time. Once in a while, I'll hit the vegan restaurant or I'll or I'll go and I'll get some sort of really goobery vegan dessert and I'll enjoy that. But I and I also didn't wake up one morning and go, "Gee, salad sounds great." I woke up a lot of mornings and was like, "Gee, I'll drink a Snapple for breakfast and have an ice cream sundae for lunch." I just love that you do the the education part. I feel that that's so important as well. And I've been looking at a lot of these brands that are out there putting out these these plant-based foods and I'm thinking we need more people who are doing the education, even from a brand standpoint, so that we get more transitions. And speaking of transitions, I wanted to ask if you would be open to sharing some of the biggest kind of plant-based wins that you've seen maybe among your clients and maybe a little of your own story too. What about like the health benefits and things that people have been able to do? Sure. Well, uh, from my standpoint, about uh, 15 years ago now, I was diagnosed with high cholesterol, high triglycerides, and high blood sugar. And the doctor said, you know, you're going to have to start taking medication for this uh, because you have a family history. And, and I did not want to take medication because I saw the side effects that my family members, as well as others that I know had from taking certain medications for those specific things. And 
that was the last thing I wanted to experience the side effects. Some were short term, most were long term, and uh, didn't kick in for a while. So, and then when it kicked in, it got real bad. So, bottom line, I did not cut back for a physical. I just relied on my uh, exercise that I was always very into, and I thought again I was eating healthy. And after about six and a half years uh, after that is when I became vegan, and and then I even got more confident. I said, wow, you know, I'm sh- I'm going to be fine now because. Uh, I am, you know, eating the way that I need to eat to really avoid these type of things. And six and a half years after that, so now two years ago, which is 13 years total, I went to get my first physical examination in 13 years because I was just curious. And people would ask me all the time. I was curious. So I said, all right, let me just go. And my numbers ended up being phenomenal. As a matter of fact, a young doctor, never met him before, and he was a good doctor. And he said, you know, look, you're avoiding the reasons that 80% of the people are in here, you know, based on what you're eating and you're doing great with that. He said, however, you have a family history. So we really need to check these numbers. And I logged in online that night when I got home after taking the, the, the lab work and, and my cholesterol was 122. My triglycerides were 95. Um, my HbA1c was 5.2%. And I even took a, uh, a CRP test and a C-reactive protein test. That was kind of a side thing. And I saw that on Forks of a Knife, so I was curious, and, and that was 0.07. So my numbers couldn't have been better, and, and that just uh, solidified for me everything I was doing. But in the meantime, I, you know, I saw clients, and like I say, that's really what I live for. One of my clients is a cardiologist. I, I train a cardiologist, and I worked with him. I did plant-based nutrition consulting for him for about eight months. He would send me his food logs and bottom line, he, he went vegetarian right away. And I always clarify with my clients, I say, look, you know, you know, I skew everything to plant-based, whole food plant-based eating. And, and it is a process. If that's not your goal, then I could recommend you to another nutritionist or, or dietitian. And he said, no, I do want to go more uh, plant-based. He said to my daughters, my young daughters are uh, are vegetarians. I said, great. So we started vegetarian right away. And it was after a few months, I remember it was like literally January 1st, when of course most, most people make these resolutions. And he said, you know what? I realized, because his numbers got better, not not as, as good as he wanted it to be. So he, he was enjoying eating. And he said, you know, I need to go vegan. I know I need to cut out the dairy and I need to cut out the eggs. So that was like literally January 1st where he started. And two weeks later, I went to his home and he said, Jeff, you're not going to believe this. And I'll keep in mind, he's a cardiologist. And he shows me an app on his phone. And it was monitoring his blood sugar levels every day for two weeks. I get emotional when I think about these things. I don't want to get emotional here on this podcast. But uh, basically, he said, according to these numbers, I haven't had diabetes for the last two weeks. But I said, that's, that's not surprising to me. That's the way it works. And, and, and think about that. I mean, that, that's amazing. you know. Uh, and that's just after two weeks. And and he's done great since then. And he's gotten really into it and got certified by E4 now. And as a cardiologist, gosh, the people that he can help. And he gives people reading lists and he went on a vegan cruise. So it's amazing, again, when you have someone like that, that you pass it forward to and then make it pass it forward, probably in a bigger way than I can. And uh, I had another uh, relatively young guy that um, came great friends with him and, and trained him. And he had uh, high triglycerides. It was 179, if I remember correctly. And he was concerned, and he, and he said I said something to him, and I don't remember this exactly, but uh, it makes sense because I've said it before, but I just didn't remember that. And he said that was the thing that changed me. He said, you know, I'm only, eating, I'm only having a little oil 
I'm only having a little bit of dairy or eggs, whatever it was. I'm not that much, though, not anything near what I used to have because he wanted to go more plant-based too. And the coffee creamer, that was the hardest thing for him. So uh, bottom line, you know, I, I apparently said to him, I said, look, it would be like a smoker that smokes four packs a day. And they said, look, I'm only smoking, you know, a little bit. I'm only smoking a fraction of what I used to. Well, that's not good either. And, uh, and that's what he said made him stop. And he finally found the coffee creamer that he liked. And bottom line, within, I think it was six months, he came back with a paper in hand and I trained him at my condos fitness center. And, and uh, he was like, look at this. He's like, triglycerides 99 from 179 to 99, you know, in, in his first checkup after six months. So, you know, again, we did some high fives and, and uh, another woman whose cholesterol lowered uh, big time after having kind of quote unquote uh, genetically high cholesterol and was never able to do anything about it. And she went more plant-based and, and was pretty close, but she cut out the fish and cut out the oil and all of a sudden her cholesterol um, got tremendously better. I have a couple of clients who uh, their borderline osteoporosis became normal. You know, all these things, I really can go on and on. I have a family, you know, family members even who have started eating more this way after thinking they can never do it because uh, they socialize a lot and they're always with friends and, and it'd be hard to do. But, you know, they start eating this way and all of a sudden their numbers get better and they feel better and they like it more than they ever thought they could and their kids like it. So, yeah, I can go on and on, but this is what I live for every day. This is what I do every day and I try to do every day and yeah, I love it. Your passion for it really comes through. And these are things that I think people sometimes need to experience for themselves. You talk about, you know, your clients come in and they're so excited. I, it's that, I think, in my opinion, that experience where instead of just hearing something, they actually see on paper or they feel in their own bodies like, I couldn't do this and now I can. Or these, you know, my doctor told me these numbers are always going to be high and now they're not. You know, for some people it does, there are, you know, outliers that need a little, to do a little bit more work. Uh, there are some people, I know that there are vegans who struggle with certain health things, but overall, like, the trends that you see are very encouraging and I'm encouraged just to see that you're putting this passion into this and to giving the education. So I'm going to ask you the big question that I ask everybody. If you had unlimited power and resources and could bring about one change in our modern food system, what would you do? I'd somehow uh, outfund the industries that are uh, lobbying the politicians, uh, again, to uh, you know have the government pay the subsidies that they're paying to them. <laughs> you think that would be the biggest change right there if those subsidies went away for those industries which again, I think eventually they will because eventually you're not going to have enough sales, I think, to sustain those type of subsidies, but that's going to take some time. And, uh, and again, if it went more to the fruits and vegetables, that would be the biggest thing. And, and uh, that, that would be one thing. The other thing I would love to do if I had, again, unlimited funds, I would love to buy out airtime on every major network, uh, on every cable network, and for an hour, once a week, for a few weeks, you know, put on... Uh, you know, of course, with the filmmaker's permission, what the hell, or any of these type of things. I think, you know, I know they're on Netflix and that's amazing. They've gotten millions of views and game changers, but um, I think it's just that awareness. If you had someone come on the airways, placing the mainstream media that reports on certain things because of their advertisers and can really create that awareness on a massive level, um, just like the, you know, presidential debates would be on every network. Let's get, you know, this information on every network and let's see how that changes people. 
So instead of seeing all of the commercials for the medications that it will make this better, but it could kill you, we'd be seeing things for fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes, and people would be getting the education that you're able to give people on an individual basis right now. That's exactly right. And yeah, it is incredible, the commercials. And uh, I think us in the United States and New Zealand, I believe, are the only uh, countries that are able to... Uh, advertised pharmaceuticals. Um, I believe that's the case and uh, on, on major uh, networks. Or, it's just incredible because almost every single commercial, uh, I watch. I don't watch television, I don't have cable television, but I watch uh, Roku and, and videos on YouTube and things like that, plant-based people. I watch a lot of podcasts and, and almost every commercial is for uh, some type of pharmaceutical. So that really, really is unbelievable. I find that it's the same. I'm I'm like you. I don't watch TV really anymore at all, but the the advertising that you see on streaming can be interesting too. And I I actually think that it's great that we have so much streaming because like you said, you can go out and you can find podcasts, you can find these movies and you can find other things too. You can find uh, just people who are sharing their experiences and you got to be careful, obviously, with people who are influencers and this, that, and the other thing. But when people honestly, like, use these outlets to be able to share their stories, then it gets the education out there. And speaking of, where can people find you? I know that you also have your own podcast in addition to everything else that you're doing. So where can people find you? Where can they find more about you and get access to some of these resources and education that you've been sharing? Well, I appreciate that, Sam. My website is Posture Plus fitness. So it's all one word. And my website for my podcast, Vegan Stories Podcast, is again, all one word, veganstoriespodcast.com. So they can uh, uh, get it there, see it there. And it's also on pretty much every major podcast player, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. So uh, that would be the best way. And, and my email address and my phone number is on my website, but my email address is jeff at postureplusfitness.com. And you also said that you had written an ebook. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. And that really summarizes uh, the group presentations that I did when people have asked, you have a book, you have a, a handout. It's called Eat Abundantly, Live Vibrantly, The No Frills Guide to Plant-Based Nutrition. And it's an ebook available on Amazon. And it really summarizes even a lot of what I you know, talked about here today. And uh, Look, the research has been done, uh, the, the great, the uh, Paul the Mount Rushmore in my dedication, actually, of, in my book, uh, T. Paolo Campbell, Caldwell Esselstyn, and uh, Dean Ornish, and John McDougall, you know, these guys, as well as others, and I mentioned a bunch of others there, they've done the research, they've done the groundwork, I completely stand on their shoulders, I'm just kind of shouting out what I've learned from all of them, and I can never even do this even close and, and most of us couldn't you know without them without their groundbreaking again research and studies and clinical work it really summarizes all the things that i learned in the e. cornell course and everything i've read everything i've watched which is anything i could have gotten my hands on over the last eight and a half years which is uh everything uh you know on this subject and and boils it down and basically saying it's just so simple. And again, it's just eating the fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes. I mean, pretty much, you know, as much as you want, enjoy it. Moderate the foods, uh, especially if you're looking to uh, lose weight or um, uh, even not gain much weight. Just, you know, moderate the nuts, seeds, avocados, coconut, because they are high fat, but very healthy foods and healthy plant-based foods. And if you're not concerned about weight, eat them. And and enjoy them and, and, and certainly avoid animal products 
as well as oils and processed foods and sugars. So I kind of boil it down and kind of summarize it and give certain uh, aspects and summary points that, uh, that talk about why I say those things. And so, yeah, that was something that I put together and I'm excited to have out there. And, and uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you letting me share that. Well, we'll put it all in the show notes too, so that people can go and, and look at that. So if you want to know a little more about what Jeff is teaching everybody, you can go and check out his ebook and it's been great having you on the podcast, Jeff, and we could have you back sometime and keep having great conversations about food and health and what you're doing in the plant-based world. Well, it's my pleasure, Sam, and, and uh, you know, good luck with everything you're doing. I know you do some great work out there with Green Gut Wellness and now this podcast. I'm excited for you, and, and I really appreciate you having me on as a guest, and uh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Big thanks again to Jeff for being on the podcast. It was great to have a talk with him and to hear everything that plant-based eating has done for him and for his clients. It took me a little bit back to my days of health coaching when I saw the same kinds of things and how excited people would get. It's so great to see people like Jeff who are contributing not only to the educational information that is out there in the plant-based space, but also directly to improving people's lives. And that's really what it is all about, is making those choices that give us better health every day, right? So thank you for tuning into this episode of the Modern Health Nerd Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it and give us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Got some great stuff coming up. Can't wait to keep sharing it with you. Thanks again for tuning in. The Modern Health Nerd Podcast is brought to you by Green Gut Wellness. If you're ready to put a novel twist on your content strategy, visit greengutwellness.com.